0: So this is the part where uh, Pete's song that he wrote and hasn't recorded it would we'll probably first
1: play. We're gonna we're gonna get it done. Uh, 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 even if I just have to record it again at home and make it clean, scrub it up a Little little.
0: But anyways, welcome to episode seventeen of the Vlix Podcast.
1: One seven.
0: That's the best number though.
1: Three are three away from our twentieth anniversary. I like a good prime number. I'm your host, Jabo Join with Pete. Hello. Danon. That's me. And Ken. Hello. Hello.
2: Ken's in a cave, apparently, with an echo. I was just thinking how hilarious it would be if we did, like, the Three Stooges hello, hello, hello thing. Hello, hello,
0: hello. Go for
2: it. Hello. Too late now. You ruined Yeah, we, we ruined The it. moment's ruined. We'll we try, try, try it again some other time. Yeah. yeah, and
0: try it again another day. Yeah. Alrighty. Just like life. <clears throat> so last night was the president's big, uh... What do you want to call it? Yeah. Oval Office sh- address. Yeah, oh, okay. talking we'll the be. The box.
1: Yeah, we'll be nice and say it's the Oval Office address. His first Oval Office address.
3: Did he miss the other one? Or no, this is just like two years.
2: Oh no, it's not the State of the Union. State of the, he, he refused to do a State of the Union. He did a joint address to Congress after he took office. Um, but no, he, as t- in terms of like him sitting behind the resolute desk in the Oval Office, this is his first big big show.
3: Oh, I wonder if he was nervous.
2: Well, it's just like being. An I think apprentice. only intelligent people get nervous.
1: <laughs> hey, we're we're trying to be nice about it. We're going to actually talk about this as men with brains. Okay. So we're
0: not going to make it, but we're no, going to try. We're so not going to make it. We will succeed. Because okay. What
3: are we talking about?
1: The wall. The wall. So I'm sorry, everybody. I know you've heard enough about it, but it's just. Right. Driving us crazy. Because we, timeline.
0: as a core group, have come to the conclusion that we just don't understand it.
3: Well, it's because you don't understand 14th century architecture very well. And the deep necessity to stop your uh, enemy's land troops from being able to enter your city.
2: I, I don't <laughs> want to uh, interject, but I am actually a, a student of 14th century architecture, albeit a novice one. Uh, and I do understand that. I still don't get the wall. Okay, good. Well. <laughs> also, also, anybody who's ever seen uh, any of the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit movies should understand how the, the point of walls and how ineffective they can be. One orc with a keg of uh, gunpowder. Yeah, Battle of Helms Deep. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I want to see Catapult's.
1: Go to balls! Go to balls!
0: Sweet that are Jesus!
3: Goats. Can we start launching goats into the United States? Like just pumped full of drugs, just I mean, like just to confuse border
0: patrol. Just chucking goats in. That was a really awkward sounding goat. I don't know what goats I sound I was a like. Solid goat Pete I thought it was a good goat. That wasn't a goat.
3: Well, you've never heard a goat. What do you mean
0: I
1: through I a catapult. That's true. Okay, it might sound okay. like that.
0: They might. That is true. I guess. I have not heard But that's the minute they learn to speak and you just hear oh shit. Wow, oh,
3: we, we, we should
1: probably shouldn't have thrown that goat. It could talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only goat that can.
2: Right. Our one I don't know. We know. had a lot of goats here. I was the one who could talk. Oh, hey, yeah. Stan, <laughs> how's it going? So, yeah. So
3: There are there are adult human beings. Who feel like this is a necessary, real thing to spend a very large sum of money on.
0: Right. So so last night, one of the top things was about the war on drugs. Which we've clearly lost. Will help prevent drugs from coming into the United States.
2: Okay, I'm going to ask a question here, and I'm, I'm being serious when I ask this question. Okay. Are drug cartels loading illegal immigrants down with backpacks full of drugs and allowing them to walk across the border is that what's happening
1: mm, you know what Does,
2: do, maybe a tiny pe- bit do people think that that is what that, 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 I'm trying what's to play that, okay. that part I think is true
3: people think that that's what's happening but honestly as a business model just it's run through terrible the right yeah yeah I, yeah, well, I mean yeah.
2: you'd be better to 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 like pack it on a mule well, and carry it across the border right and in a lot of places where they think people are coming through, that's a
3: very long walk through like rough terrain, very slowly, with a lot of opportunity to get caught. Like it's not a real streamlined process of running across the border when nobody is looking. It's wandering through the desert.
2: Right. Okay. Which so,
0: most people can't wander through their own backyard.
2: Right. As we're having a as we're having this conversation, I'm going to periodically be referring to an article that was written by Vicki Elvier Schechter, um, citing inf- information from the Cato Institute, which is a conservative right-wing think tank. Yes, it is. Um, and let's talk about, briefly, she, she gives a number of reasons uh, that were cited by the Cato Institute for uh, the, the why the wall is ineffective, uh, and while we're talking about drugs. Walls we'll have little impact on drugs being brought into the United States. According to the DEA, Almost all drugs come in through legal points of entry, hidden in secret containers and/or legit goods in tractor trailers. A wall will have little impact on the influx of drugs into our country.
1: Right, they're coming in the roads, and you're not going to wall off a road because nobody likes to walk through the desert.
3: Like, right. Put like, it on a truck. You put it on a plane. You move your shit.
0: Yeah, this isn't Fast and Furious. No. Yeah, they don't have the drugs in the car and like speeding through these secret, you know, s- tunnels through the mountains. Also, tunnels.
3: Another another reason that walls don't work very well. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. So what about <clears throat> and, and and especially the newest one that's been going on since tunneling has been around forever of drones.
2: Right. I mean, so, you just fly boxes. over,
0: drop it. I mean, Amazon can fly you a package.
2: Mm-hmm. As cited by the Cato Institute, number one, walls do not work. Illegal immigrants had tunneled underneath and or erected ramps up and down walls to simply drive over them. People will find a way. When East Germany erected its walls, it created a military zone staffed by booted machine gun carrying guards ready to shoot to kill. Yet thousands managed to make it to West Germany anyway. More to the point, do we really want to model ourselves after communist East Germany? Which I think is a valid point. Um, I think if we've learned anything uh, from the the last century in our country is that if when we start taking on people who can who can dig tunnels we're going to lose right
1: yeah right from that one war and what was it
2: Hmm? in vietnam the the police the police action we engaged in in vietnam which cost nothing but uh, american blood and treasure um as we're still trying as as you know which is obviously an effective model for fighting the war on drugs
1: Yeah, and I I think in in something I read, they they list heroin as the drug of choice that they bring through, even though opium is generally grown in the East
2: and Central Central and South America. Central and South America. America, Like Colombia and stuff like that. But crystal meth is a drug of choice these days. And that's that's here. Yeah, you can manufacture that here. Right. Do it every week.
1: I think what's better than stopping the drugs coming in is, I mean, we need to figure out how to stop this from happening, but we also need to help the people that are addicted. I think the money would be better spent creating programs to help people that are addicted and creating programs to keep people
2: from becoming addicted. Again, that you know, we have to re- recognize that drug addiction is a mental illness. It is. And part of, uh, and a step in, in, in correcting that is to acknowledge and to destigmatize mental illness the same way that it will help uh, that that argument is valid in the gun control debate. Destigmatizing mental illness will help, will help there too. But here's the thing about that. We're talking, a, that's a generation. It's going to take 20 years to do that, to breed a generation of Americans who, ha- who place no stigma on mental illness at all. And that's if we start right now.
1: Right. So I'm trying to think about um, somebody how this could actually help stop drugs. Is it possible that it stops drugs even a little bit? But is that little bit even enough
2: to make this worth it? For and we were just talking about drugs, and we're talking about if we're talking about cost effectiveness, I don't think so. No, I don't right. think I don't right. I don't think the five point seven is justified. Let alone what the wall is actually going to cost to build. Right. This is the
3: thing, though: you build a wall to keep
2: rabbits out of your garden
3: human beings all of them have brains and thumbs they're really going to like also think of a way to not do the if thing you, that they yeah want. if
2: you build a if you build a 30 foot wall somebody's somebody's going to come along with a 31 foot ladder yeah it's it's not super that's just all there's to it yes. I, to I think the only way a wall want. would
0: work in that aspect is if it was like the force field wall where it incinerated people as they went
2: through Ooh. it like if we had that technology
3: well then, we could just have like robot laser turrets,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but again, if if you're if you ever seen Star Trek Generations, you know that the force field only works so well. well. yeah. You crawl under the force field,
1: oh. tunnels, man, tunnels. tunnels, tunnels,
2: still get you tremors style, you every like robot digger bots. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like, we're, sh- we're bringing that thing that dug the tunnel and just like <laughs> we bore right underneath the whole thing. I.e., the Boring Company. Because if we can if we can bore under the English Channel, we can certainly bore under the Rio Grande River. Yeah. I'm necessary. just saying.
0: Right. Could we bore trans ocean? Like you mean bore I don't under think we the could, ocean? I, no, I don't think that yeah, would be and have possible. a tunnel. Uh, go though technically all the way speaking,
2: boring the English Channel is the ocean. Well yeah. I meant for But uh, like tra- a transatlantic tunnel? Yeah. No, I don't think so. No, it's too Although deep, apparently man. there are transatlantic ant colonies. Really? interesting there's one large mega colony that stretches like three and a half million miles or something like that nice yeah it's impressive but at any rate uh, again tunnels
1: tunnels you can do anything in
2: a tunnel so
1: with this wall again we're going to get off the drugs now because we can't I can't think of a way how that would be cost effective or a good idea but would it be a good idea to stop
2: immigration same thing all those people come in through legal points of entry Again, yes. And most, not only do they enter through legal points of entry, they enter the country legally. Yeah, you just they, don't leave. They overstay their vacations. <laughs> they come for business, they come to study, etc. Uh, and then do. they stay past their visa expiration. That's
3: right? it. Remember that one time you went to Cancun on spring break? Just imagine you didn't get on your plane and go home. Who's going to find you? Like, that's the way it works. Well, it's eventually it might go find somewhere. You.
0: Well, I but mean,
3: but if you're making it your life's mission to not get found you could but that's what these people are looking for like that's the life they're living and everyone just assumes that they're making it big and stealing the american dream it's like no they're kind of living in hiding and doing the best they can
0: like i've had friends locally talk about that this is a problem you know and i always want to ask them like some of them work for gm i'm like well how many does gm have how many you know illegal immigrant workers does gm have None.
1: Right. Yeah, they don't have an answer for that. Basically, why? At least they got really because you good can't hire legally illegal immigrants. You can't hire them. So the the big issue is if you're worried, if somebody out there is worried about an immigrant stealing their job, which, one, why are you doing such a poor job where you feel like you're going to lose it? And, two, if, if they do, then the, your employer is the one at fault here. Right. It's your employer that's hiring these people
2: illegally. And pushing you out—it's not if them. They, if if they weren't here, my employer wouldn't be able to hire them.
3: Right. It's like, oh, if this gun wasn't here, I wouldn't have shot my uh, coworkers. It's your fault for leaving the gun well, that's on. That's what desk. you get for
2: leaving the gun. Yeah.
1: I guess I don't yeah. feel that fear. I guess no. I don't. I, I personally. Well, here's the, the th-
2: here's the here's the here's the thing. The majority of people who've lost jobs to. Immigrants, let's call them, other people of people of other nationalities. It's because the job they have moved to that country, right? And the other jobs that, that the majority of immigrants take are number one, highly skilled, highly trained job. A neurologist, for example. I'm not worried about somebody taking that job from me because I'm not going to get that job anyway. Another large number of immigrants take jobs that Americans won't do. They're working as migrant farm laborers. They're picking avocados. People don't want to do that job. It's hard work.
0: Right. So here's a couple sentences from the Associated Press from Boston.com. The U.S. is not experiencing uncontrolled illegal immigration. The debate over whether the controls are strong enough. That's what the debate is about. As for the cost, a major academic study in 2016 by the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine found the job impacts of immigration, when measured over at least 10 years, are very small. It found immigration legal and illegal as an overall benefit to long-term economic growth. Some evidence suggests that skilled immigrants boost wages. Native-born Americans without a high school degree are most likely to suffer. The uh, Academy Oops, sorry Whatever Said uh, Estimating financial Fiscal impacts of immigration is complex Young and old immigrants tend to drain government resources While working age immigrants
1: contribute Right, but those resources I mean, you're talking about illegal immigrants or illegal immigrants? Right, I was going to say, how do they get <clears throat> You can't you get can't, on Social Security You can't get resources if you're an illegal immigrant
0: yeah, and I don't you have to have how, a
2: social security number in order to right. do
0: right. Yeah, but I don't think people understand it all the way.
2: They probably don't. No, and they don't. Nor do they want to.
0: Right. That's is the that thing. the real problem right there? They don't want to understand, and they think then because somebody else says it's a problem that it's a problem, and that that will s- solve all their issues if there's no immigrants.
1: I also think. I mean, it, it could be a little bit of that. It could be again. I think we talked. Did we talk about this before? where um a wall is the easiest explanation that somebody can think of like somebody's getting into my backyard i'm gonna put up a wall right right and it might work in your backyard i guess if you don't have like a deck box right or a stump right that but that but that's that's the, the kind the of simplistic thinking sometimes that that people run to because it's easy but it's so childish like that's it is it works like again again it works for your backyard it, it might keep the rabbits out unless they burrow under it, tunnels damn right but I mean that's simple thinking but people like you said earlier Dana and people are not we're not rabbits We're not you know we're not gonna run in there and, and steal the carrots from your garden yeah they're just gonna walk up to the wall oh gosh
0: they put up a wall guess we
1: better go home now, guys. Yeah, it's like you because can lock your door at night, but people are still going to break into your house if they want to. Right.
0: So I've lived in two houses with fences and one house without. One house we had a fence. And you want to know why the reason we had the fence? So the dog wouldn't run away.
1: That's the usual reason why people have right. fences unless and they I'm, keep I'm their gonna, dog. And I'm going to a swing s- at your dog ran away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple times. See, out the front door. But at the same time we had the fence wall whatever you want to call it right there was times where i would get up and look outside and there was a stranger in the backyard huh like on the other side of the fence and i would watch them hop over or go over yeah you know so the wall didn't work neighbors neighbor kids would come over you know because they're frisbee or they're Ball went into the yard. Yeah, you just hop over it. You just hop over it. How many times did, how many times, listeners, did you hit a baseball or throw a football over your neighbor's yard and he was an angry old man and you still would like, I'm thinking Sandlot style, you know? Right. Whereas, like, I was like, oh yeah, it's a big deal to go over across the fence to go get your ball. Because, but you did it. But yeah, you still did it and everybody <laughs> cheered you on when you got successful and got it back without getting mauled
2: by the. The evil dog. So, we're going to build a wall, right? And um, there are there are farm laborers who are already in the country illegally. Yes. That when they're done working, they go back to Mexico.
1: And that's what they do. They're mi- they're migrant uh, seasonal workers. If we
2: build a wall, they can't get out of the country. Right. So right. you're trapping illegals inside the country. Right. do
0: you think it's also just trapping Americans here so we can't leave
1: well see what's funny about that is, is what, if, what if Canada erects a wall like suddenly we can't go to Canada how would we react I mean we're not even running from an oppressive regime yet but you know what if Canada erected a wall and they said it's because they, don't, they want to stop Americans coming in for healthcare or drugs what, how do you think Americans would react to that Seems like kind of a dick move. And not only that, if we get there, they're separating me from my child, right? And keeping us in, in separate areas. How would you feel if you were a
2: family like that? Canada wouldn't do that.
1: I know they wouldn't because they're a good country, right? Not no, it bad. doesn't matter.
2: No, it, it, it has nothing to do with how good Canadians are. Just, they wouldn't do that because this, because we're Americans. It's not because they're Canadians. It's because we're Americans. Oh, you're people thinking, don't do things like that to Americans.
1: Yeah, but you know, maybe they should start. Right. See, here's the thing. I mean, it's all about you know empathy. Some of these people generally just want to have better lives. They're freeing from Colombia, where it's you know might be well, a drug haven. If, the, if, and
2: if they if they want better lives, then they should come here legally. Right. Also, uh, we're full up. Also, we're not close to being full up. We could take in a person a day for the next three hundred and fifty thousand years, and still have more than an acre, for, more than one acre for every human being on, in the country right now, or who would be in the country at that point. But that's beside. We're not talking about that. Here's the thing: walking from Honduras to to Mexico to 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 Mexico to you know into in crossing into El Paso, Texas, for example, and surrendering yourself at the border, which is what a lot of these these people in the caravan are doing. They're not coming up to the border and then sneaking across and taking off to go to Disneyland. They're look they're, they're actively seeking border patrol agents and surrendering themselves to request asylum. That is a legal method of entering the country. That's step 1 of getting asylum. Exactly. Come,
1: come to the United
2: States. So, in terms of oh I want a better life, I should go to America legally, that is exactly what they're doing.
1: Right. And then maybe it's it would be served better if we developed a better process instead of forcing them out, maybe welcoming them in with a better process. Oh, absolutely. And, and the process that you create, if you create a better process, what is it? You're paying manpower? Yeah. Um, You're paying clerks, basically, at so this what, point?
2: So what they want to do is to restrict asylum seekers to legal points of entry. So they can't walk across the border, flag down a patrol agent, and, and request asylum. They have, to, they have to present themselves at a point of entry. Rather than spending $5.7 billion on a wall, why don't we send lawyers, doctors, judges, and healthcare and healthcare workers in general down there with supplies and expedite their, their asylum claims so that we can get them dealt with in an effective manner?
1: You mean be the country you always claimed that we were?
2: Yes. So can we take the land of the free out of the, the national anthem now? Hmm. Well, see, and the thing that people, a lot of people, very conveniently seem to forget is that when their ancestors came to this country, and I'll include my ancestors in that I'm I'm descended from Native Americans who walked across the Bering Land Bridge 35,000 years ago, and from English settlers who came here in the late 1600s. But the majority, think about the American boom during the 19th century. People got on a ship with your entire family, you crossed the ocean, you walked through Ellis Island, and you were an American. That was it. All you had to do was show up. What if we had the immigration policies now that we had then, if we had the, if the immigration policies we had now? How many people would be turned away? Nobody would be allowed in the country. Most of the people claiming that, oh, I don't want them coming into my country illegally. Guess what? <laughs> you got to go home now. Wonder, turn, turn around and go back.
0: I wonder how, how, how many of them did the 23 um, Me or the Ancestry.com special from, uh, from Christmas are going to find out where they came from and realize that they're descendants of immigrants.
2: Well, the, everybody, uh, is. everybody is. Everybody's a descendant of an immigrant. My family... Even Native Americans, yeah, really, my family when, when came it comes from, down to it. From everybody Germany, came from somewhere
1: else. From Germany before World War I, maybe actually late 1800s, is when my family came over from Germany. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be talking on this. I'd no, be in we Germany. Can,
2: we, can have, we can have dirty Germans. Yeah, I'd be, like, infiltrating sounding our country, angry. And, right. stealing, all, stealing all the bricklaying jobs, because that's what a, lot of, a large number of Germans came here to do. Right. And the building boom required people who knew how to work with bricks, and a lot of Germans, you know, they, they knew how to build.
1: And that's, that's what happened. And what, because Germans and the Irish and everybody are white, they get to come into the
2: country... Well, no, it was fuck the Irish. Well, yeah, actually, <laughs> es- essentially, yes, because origi- the, the first immigration laws were enacted against the Chinese. That's true. They came here to work on the, uh, on the railroads. Right. And they brought opium into the country. So again, drugs. Tunnels. Tunnels and drugs. Tunnels full of drugs. <laughs> Sounds like a love song. Yeah. All right, so... It's the name of my first spoken word album. So I have one more point to
0: bring up. Okay. Does anybody else have anything else they want to talk about this I have a couple quick?
2: of things that I want to mention, and it's about money. All right. Go ahead, sir. I'll let you go first. Um, $5.7 $5 billion, $5. billion is a laughable amount of money to construct a wall, even if it is just 100 miles. Because that's what we're talking about. It's like 107 miles or something like that, that of it? border wall fencing that we have to put up. But here's the thing. The wall's going to cost – if we're, if we're going to build a wall from San Diego to Brownsville, like the entire southern border – we're talking about having to seize land from private owners. Yes. Which is going to which are going to we're going to spend 5 billion dollars in court costs alone fighting these people to take their land. We're going to have to build a a uh where they're going to have to cede land to, Can- to to Mexico, steal land from Mexico or build a build a wall in the middle of a river. And the economics of that, and especially considering the fact that that the river floods seasonally, um, how are you? The the construction costs associated with making a a, a river proof wall in a river is going to be more than five billion dollars. Um, it's going to cost. They they say that the construction alone on dry land is going to cost at least thirty one point two billion dollars. Um, additionally, um, there are places where it it would be literally, it would be physically impossible to construct a wall. The, the engineering costs alone to figure out how to build a wall over mountains, through valleys, crevices, canyons, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the things that one finds geographically along the border is going to cost each one of those issues is going to cost more than $5 billion. This is a waste of time and money.
1: Like, if we were making a plan, if we were making a plan, you know, if, if this was our plan and we saw those costs, I mean, anybody that's a business owner that wanted to do this, you know, and wanted to hire a contractor to, to build a wall, let's just say, around our business, if it costs that much money, wouldn't you think of a better way to do it? I mean, that just, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: I was just making a crack about the Great Wall of China and how well it worked for them. Fighting people who had spears and horses still got invaded. I mean it's just it's just such a terrible idea. And and again, it's a solution to a problem that we've created. The problem is you don't want people coming here. Why are people coming here? Because their home sucks. Why does their home suck? Because we put in puppet governments in Guatemala and Nicaragua and ran those countries into the ground, and now their home is terrible. Maybe if their home was less terrible, they would stay there with their families like everybody else wants to do.
2: Yeah, people claim that they feel bad for people who come here because, of their, home, because their country sucks. I feel bad for them, but I don't want them here. They need to go home and make their country better. These are the same people who oppose foreign aid, which is money that we give to developing nations to improve the quality of life. Right. God, I mean, which, by the way, accounts for $87 billion, I think, out of a federal budget of $14 trillion.
3: Yeah. No, it's not even. It's either plan, eighty-seven
2: right? billion or one hundred eighty-seven billion. It costs. It, it, it costs less than the, the entire de- uh, department uh, agri- de- budget for the Department of Agriculture. Right,
3: you can only build a couple of bombers for that. I mean, it's jump change. All
0: right. So my friend Jen posted this earlier today, uh, after we had already put this on our topic list for the day, and she said, instead of building a southern wall, why don't we just assimilate Mexico? Mm. Somebody mm. commented on her post. says, oh my god, you're right. Why did we ever stop acquiring land? We won't stop until the sun never sets on the American Empire. What's your take on that?
1: We don't even treat Puerto Rico
3: nice. Right? I was going to say, like we've already got brown people we don't want. We don't need Mexico.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh he went there. Well, seriously. And I mean, rightly so. Puerto Rico should be a state and it should already be treated like a state it should have had all the aid that it needed and the fact that we turned our back on puerto rico is disgusting like i still feel filthy about it just saying that i'm an american right i have no problem with my tax money going to help people in puerto rico i have no problem with my tax money to be honest with you helping people in other countries it's better served than my tax money going to build a wall that won't work.
3: Yeah, Or funding our military presence in a bunch of places we don't belong, doing a bunch of shit we shouldn't be doing.
1: Right. I mean, if we if we want to be the the, the greatest and best country in the world, and let's be the greatest and best country in the world in the best way. Right? Right? Yeah, you're never going to in like that. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> don't close the borders. You know, I mean, these people are coming here because they think that america is great they're probably the the only ones that still do you know they think that we are the land of their dreams what other countries think that right now we're a joke
2: people that are in america don't even think that not really unless you're in the one percent right you pinko commie libtard how Dare you imply I know. How that America me? is not the greatest country in the world? How, how dare me? Statistics that uh,
3: <laughs> list it far down the list.
1: Yeah, you know, in I every category. I'm sorry for having a heart. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry for caring about other people beside myself. I know the American way is to be as greedy as possible, as quickly as possible, and to only care about yourself. I know that's
2: what it is. I don't know. I don't know exactly when that became the American way, but it. Did. I don't know. It used to be. It didn't used to be, but it did. And that's not and, that's and, where and, we're if, at now. and if and if that's the American way then I don't want to be an American.
1: That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I do. I do want to, you know, live in the United States, but I want to live in the best United States that it can be.
0: I think that was between the 60s and 70s.
1: The 60s is kind of when it started to go downhill. Oh, that's when we lost the war.
2: Well, if you really want to, well, 80s bat, didn't help either. The, the Korean huh. War really is what That's when we kind of gave it up. We decided that we had to be the moral police of the world.
1: That's the 50s? Yeah, 50s,
3: 55. When we got into the arms race with the Soviet Union, it was we need more stuff. We need to get there faster. It's okay if we take a little bit from over here because we're going to fund this thing that's super important. We need to put a ton of resources into it. And then that all spun into, well, I like my particular thing in this whole endeavor a little bit better than yours i need a little bit more money and between the the 60s and the, the 80s it totally switched to we just need all of the money and all the things and so that's i mean capitalism broke loose then and the race to the top began and that's where we're at now is we're starting to find out who's at the top it's that's narrowing down to where you can genuinely count on one hand the people who are winning capitalism
2: but the problem is that the American dream still exists. And every American is a millionaire in waiting. And I don't want to pay higher taxes because I think that I don't want to have to pay those taxes when I'm rich. So the American dream didn't go anywhere.
0: That's, that's all that's left is
3: the but dream. But
2: people part. are realizing that it's, it's a dream. It, it, the, the likelihood of it becoming a reality is slimmer and slimmer.
0: Well, everybody thinks they're going to be a millionaire.
1: That's the sad part is that most people don't want to work to try for it. And then when you do, everything's so controlled and closed off now. There's a ceiling. Mm-hmm. Like, there, 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 there's a glass ceiling for women. It still exists. But there's also a glass ceiling for everybody below a certain percentage.
3: Sure. We started playing a game of Monopoly, and all of the properties are already purchased. Right. Go ahead and win that game, ever. It's not possible. It's mathematically impossible to succeed like it used to be. Where you could work hard and do pretty good because your boss made a marginal amount more than you. When when he makes a billion dollars
2: more than you, you can't ever catch up. But your boss also, a bit back in those days, cared about you, and he cared about his employees and well, wanted them to have a good wanted them have a good life because they knew that in order for their business to succeed, their employees needed to succeed. That's what I understand. We can't afford to buy all the shit that they want us to buy,
3: like we are breaking down physically and mentally because we can't afford the time off or the the payments or we just can't afford to be Americans. We can't afford to be Americans anymore. Cuz there's no system set up in in place to keep that lifestyle viable, but they're still selling that like everyone can afford two jet skis and a house and a horse and a and, and a boat. Yeah, and, and a, a boat, pig and whatever, like in a
2: cabin up north and a micro in a motorcycle. Right. Like oh, you oh, could yeah. get in the, you know, 70s 50s 40s yeah where you graduated hey, 80s from,
0: you can still do that
1: yeah when you graduated probably. from
2: high school and went to went to work at uh, in the factory and that was it that was you were set for life
0: so theweek.com uh has five things of why the um trump wall will always be just a fantasy number one Barriers already exist in most places on the southern border where construction is feasible and worthwhile. We went over that. Number two, barriers can be gotten over, under, and around. We hit that one. Number three, illegal border crossing are not the main source of illegal immigration.
2: Hmm,
0: we hit that one. Number four, border barriers will not stop drugs or terrorists. I think we yeah. hit that one. Yeah, because people. And number five, the logistics of building more border barriers are immaculate to principles of liberty and limited government. So, there you have it. Yeah. So, when we come back, we're going to talk about the statute limitations of being a shithead. <laughs>
1: Called the Forest of Doom, and the it was Forest
0: of Doom. Yeah,
1: it was a choose your own adventure, but you had also, but it was also kind of an RPG because you had dice and you rolled for skills and hit points, and you had battles in your choose your own adventure. So this was a
0: single-player RPG. It Doesn't... was a
1: single-player RPG book. Huh? What was it called? Uh, it was called the Forest of Doom, and I found it uh, a week and a half ago online for like a buck. So I bought it. it. Did you? And I got it yesterday and and i remember it as a kid and it's all coming back to me on flipping, and i never did beat it as a kid like i never i never found what you need to find to get out of the forest as a kid alive so i'm i'm trying to beat it right now as a, uh, you know 30 years later
0: <laughs> you are the hero yeah oh you found it yeah oh yeah
1: it, yeah it's actually kind of neat is it's, it's kind of fun it's cute i did start recording by the way cuz it's cute sorry oh well thanks you're welcome well yeah well, now well, that I'm everybody so, knows I'm my now that everybody knows uh yeah uh there was kind of it was a fun little game book Choose your own adventure force of doom
0: there was another one called the city of thieves yeah there's
1: there's a there's a couple of them the
0: warlock on firetop Mountain
1: yeah,
2: no, that was me that was you I was the warlock
1: I was playing a game like that
3: uh at Christmas, I got one that was the House of Horror, I think. Oh, House of Horror's Choose Your Own Adventure game. Horror. There you go. And I played it. So, you know what I'm trying I'm to get about. the girls to do it. It's like a lot of reading still. You're doing the books, but you can collect items if you go the right way. Yeah. There's a couple of different ways to go. Do
1: you get your choices. Do you help the guy in the trap or do you not? Because if you help the guy in the trap, he might give you something cool or he might attack you. In the book that I did, uh, and spoiler alert if you play this book, if you help the guy in the trap, leaves but then you realize he stole two of your possessions Mm -hmm. so you have to pick two of your possessions to get rid of
3: oh you get to pick though
1: that's odd yeah you get to pick the two of your possessions to get rid of so you have to it teaches you you know how to be um truthful like even Mm -hmm. though you're just really owning up to yourself because it's just a book and you so you can say "Well, i'm not gonna lose any but then what's the fun in playing the game yeah you know yeah
3: we won we died once though right but just once, I haven't died yet,
1: but uh-huh. I didn't play it for very, very long so far. All
0: right. That sounds like it's fun. <clears throat> another one you were talking about, Dan, is that the tile game?
3: No, no, uh, it's got cards, uh, and you kind of lay those, play those out. Um, there's like a stack that's the book, and then another stack that um, are just little asides. Or there's uh, things you have to like come missions you have to complete. Or there's like a little bit of dice rolling to do it. Uh, and some of the items, you give, give you like plus on your die roll for this thing, or Right. depending on uh, you're a psychic detective in this one, you have like a psychic meter, and as you play the game, you get psychic points, and so that affects the uh, outcome of like oh, if you have this much psychic points, go to this page to find out what the end of the book is. Uh, that's like this. That's like this goes.
1: book because you have luck points, and you, and it's and it's a pre-game roll, so you roll and it gives you, you have to add sixty to your roll, and it gives you, that's how many luck points you start with. So each time you touch your luck, you lose your luck point. Oh. So it gets harder and harder, and you have to roll underneath your luck point for it to Oh, so this one's you got to
3: roll above. There's, like, a danger meter. Yeah. And, and the danger meter keeps going up every time you fail something. Or yeah, something like, for
1: instance, like, I, I, I turned the page, I picked the, you know, whatever page to turn to, and I fell in a trap, and... You know, you have to do a luck roll because there's a pointy stick at the bottom of that trap, and if you if you fail your luck roll, you you lose four body points instead of just the two you would lose by falling into the trap. Ah. Yeah. Body points. Yeah, there's body points that you subtract from fights and stuff that you lose. Yeah. Anyway, so what are we up to?
0: So Gordon Ramsay's back under fire. <clears throat> Following a resurfaced interview from Jay Leno's talk show in
1: 2010, 2010,
0: where apparently he was being mean to Sophia Vergara,
1: he wasn't being mean. He was just being damn creepy, like he was grabbing her thigh and doing all these, uh, saying all these sexual innuendos. So to he him. was
2: being Gordon Ramsay,
1: kind of being Gordon Ramsay. If you mixed him with um,
2: what that that big movie producer, Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein yeah.
0: So what do you guys mean by being Gordon Ramsay?
2: Well, Gordon Ramsay, first of all, I am not I don't want to disparage Gordon Ramsay because he's there's a, he has a persona and he acts in that persona, but you if you if you watch his programs, he's he's also an extraordinarily kind man. Um oh. and I don't want to I don't want to accuse him of just being an asshole in general, but Gordon Ramsay has a persona of being an asshole. And yeah, he, I've he, seen he, that part. And he relishes that. So I think I have to I have to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt on whether or not he was being genuinely creepy. Or if he was just being Gordon Ramsay type asshole.
1: I mean, the reason why I put this on there, it wasn't just to talk about you know Gordon Ramsay. It was to talk about um, the past and some things that people do in the, or say in the past. You can talk about um, one thing that comes to mind, when I'm talking about this is you Eddie I mean? Murphy's Eddie Murphy's delirious. Is it or raw Eddie Murphy raw?
0: Okay, I've seen parts of that. It's one. oh yeah,
1: it's, it's awful. thoroughly awful. Um, it's not funny. It you know back then though, would I have thought it was funny because he disparages homosexuals almost the whole show, and it's really hard nowadays to watch. Like it makes you cringe. Would it have made me cringe back then? If I had seen it as a kid, which I shouldn't have seen it as a kid, you know, my parents were actually better parents and wouldn't let me watch that. But Andrew Dice Clay, let's bring up Andrew Dice Clay. You know, everybody knows, like, when we were kids, Andrew Dice Clay was big. You know, everybody thought he was funny. But he, the guy was an asshole. Yeah, and, I can't
2: believe I let the guy make movies.
1: Well, well he was a terrible
2: actor, too. He's terrible. Everything.
1: Yeah, what is it? He has a movie called Bruiser, a love story or something like that. I don't know. Mm. Anyways, but is there a statute of limitations on what people do in the past, and should that necessarily be held against them when the climate was different? Again, we're talking about Hart, who couldn't do the yeah. Oscars because yeah. of what he said, um, and then we also brought up we were talking about here about movies such as like American Pie, where they you know tape a woman, unbeknownst to her, you know stripping and getting naked and we thought that was funny right but the climate of the times that wasn't in in should we then condemn american pie for that should we condemn um police academy we talked about should we condemn police academy for using the word fag a lot or for um the main character in police academy being just a chauvinist pig or revenge of the nerds you know i mean and then they cheat. They install cameras in the women's dressing room. I mean, or Porkies, the notorious Porkies. But see, those movies were big business back then, and people laughed at that. I still think Revenge of the Nerds is hilarious. But does that yeah. make me a crappy person? So that's well, the question that I'm trying to. It was a little to... rapey. It was a little rapey, right? But back then, you didn't think but about. She was that. fine with it. It's okay. So should we condemn? These movies, for what they were, or like John Hughes movies, are actually really creepy when you watch them.
2: I think that they should be relegated to their 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 point uh, in the past, and I think that they need to be viewed with a with an awareness of the culture in which those movies were introduced into.
1: Okay, so for the Gordon Ramsay thing, should he be held to a higher standard now because of what he did in 2010 on Jay Leno?
2: I don't think so.
3: Well, did he do it before? Has he done it since? Was it one weird night? Because that's a thing. Sometimes, especially being nervous, they usually drink before those things. You get on something depending on what's going on in his life. Maybe it was like day three of his divorce proceedings but he still had to do this show and he got half drunk and did a bunch of stuff and just was like, fuck everything. Or is that his lifestyle? Is that how so he lives? So, Dana, and, uh, a, if, I, if, I,
2: if I'm understanding you, you're, you're encouraging us to think about the context of a situation. Oh my God, that's comments. something that we're not—we as a culture are not good <laughs> oh, at right? doing anymore. Context? What's that? Oh, yeah, no. oh, exactly. No, 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 no. Just it's immediate, immediate outrage.
3: Yeah. Whatever you think, the first thing you say, say it as loud as you can, forever. Just that's your opinion now.
2: Now I understand that you know, coming from a place where. Uh, people's actions are reprehensible no matter what and and, and the context in which they 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 take place does not matter but we also have to think about what was going on at that time and was it was it a big deal then i've never heard about this until now right it wasn't a big deal then and that's why you didn't hear about it until just
1: now so know,
2: it's become a big deal for something that wasn't a big deal back then.
1: It's because it's it, it's because that if it were aired, if it had
2: aired now, it would be a big deal. It would be a huge deal. But I don't think that the culture, I think our culture now is such that people wouldn't behave like that.
1: You'd hope, you'd hope. But then where's the line? Like, let's see, Gordon Ramsay. Rand- I mean, so far that's the only instance. But then you know who's in the headlines now is R. Kelly and this huge documentary of what a terrible, terrible human being he is.
3: Like repeatedly over time.
2: Right, repeatedly over time. Yeah, the, the, it establishes a pattern of behavior. Yeah. And generally speaking, you know, one or two incidents, is that a pattern? What, 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 what constitutes a pattern of behavior? Right. I've not, I've not seen the R. Kelly documentary. So I, I didn't either.
1: I just, you know, and I just but, saw that it was being talked about and he's just kind of a terrible person, I guess.
2: So, but again, my my question remains. You know, is is one is one incident a problem? Is two incidents a problem? Is you know, when 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 it comes to three, I mean, you know, at what point do we say, oh, that's just you know, he was goofing off. He was young then. Look at uh, Al Franken. Right now, by all accounts, in the last twenty five years, he's been a model citizen. Probably a little but, more than a model citizen because he's had to be. But back in the day when he was a writer for SNL and just goes, you know, his job was to be funny, he did something that was, yes, inappropriate, absolutely. Right. But should he be made to pay consequences now for something that he did back then when this entire time in between, there's been no evidence of anything like that happening versus a Harvey Weinstein or a Kevin Spacey where you you see that it's been an ongoing thing throughout this entire time.
1: Yeah. Again, I mean, context is a big thing, like le- just as Danon said.
2: Yeah. See, I think right. that if you take the situation and you take the context in which that situation occurred, and you look at things that have, and, and when we're talking about historical event, you look at you, you look at you look at the people involved in it, then up till now, and you look at you look at all of that behavior, and you have and you make a judgment call. And I, I don't think, and I'm not aware of any other situations where Gordon Ramsay has been accused of being a super creep. No, not to my knowledge. Kind of an arrogant prick, sure. Right. But I'm an arrogant prick, so maybe I'm biased in that way. But he seems to me to generally be a decent person. So, again, like like Dana says, you know, look at the context of that situation. What What factors led that to occur? And has it happened since? To my knowledge, it hasn't. So I'm not going to give it any credence.
3: Right. And like you said, though, do you hold him accountable for the one incident or all the incidences or anything? But it's like, well, yeah, you do. He did a super creepy thing. You give him shit for it. Like there's like an appropriate response to that level of whatever they did. Right. So he doesn't come back on the Tonight Show or whatever. And he probably hasn't been on there since because he's not a doing anything super interesting and be, hey, he was like super kind of a little bit groping that girl. Um And then you go to somebody like R. Kelly or one of those people and it's like, oh, hey, it's getting real, you know, illegal, immoral. uh, And long term, there needs to be an appropriate response to that. And it's not going to be, you're not invited to my party anymore. It's a legal action and prison time.
0: Jonathan, what say you? People are jerks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they are, if you think about it, you know. And sometimes people just don't know when to stop.
2: That's true. I think. So obviously on that night, um, Gordon Ramsay didn't know when to stop.
0: Well, yeah, she hit him. And she said, don't touch me. And then he did it again. So, So I think people don't. People get into the point where they start thinking that they're just being playful. And they don't think they're doing harm. I think that's part
2: of it. That's a lack of situational awareness. That's Which a
0: lot of people have. From my years of playing World of Warcraft, I can tell you that people in situational awareness, it is not something a lot of people have.
2: From my years of driving, I can tell you that people do not have situational <laughs> awareness? Uh, I guess I've had better driving experiences than you so far. So, should the level of
1: outrage been as huge as it is for finding out Gordon Ramsay was a shithead um, almost 10 years ago now?
0: No. And this is the reason why. If it wasn't for the digital age and social media and the fact that we can bring up all of the past, all of the time, thanks Twitter, it would not be an issue today. People Plus. would have
2: moved on and forgot about it. Right. But the problem with, with with troll factories is that people don't realize they're being trolled, which is exactly what's happening here. I'm going to get, I'm going to dig up this old thing. Oh my God, look at this. I'm going to put this out there because people need to know. That Gordon Ramsay was a creep 10 years ago, and I want everybody to know. Do you think people jump? This is going to be fun. Yeah, do you think people jump to outrage?
1: I think it's, a little like, too it's becoming quick like a now? default reaction. It's the, we've it? only got two
3: apathy and outrage. That's the only yeah. emotions left. So, on the for
1: instance, I was listening to the Dire Straits song, Money for Nothing, Chicks for Free, right? And in there, there's Brothers a line. Brother
2: Arms is better, in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah, go that's,
1: on. Yeah. There is a line. Well, I was listening on the radio. I can't control that. There is a line, you know, says, you know, this little faggot's going to be a millionaire, right? My girlfriend, immediate outrage. I hate the song. I hate the Dire Straits. I'm like, no, 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 no. You've got to listen to the context of the song. The song is written about two guys talking in the store about a musician. It's a third party song. It's not Mark Knopfler calling somebody a faggot, it's the people that he's writing about in the store calling him one. You know, context really does matter. Yeah. Some people get triggered by words. Like, you just like say something like that. Like, immediately triggered. And you're like, whoa. Think about this for a second. Listen to the rest of the song. There you go. Right. So, I mean, immediate outrage should never really be, unless unless somebody come in here and, and struck your family or something, Then then your outrage is justified. But, you know, immediate outrage is something you hear. Or something you read should probably be tempered a little bit, in my opinion, until you get the full story. <laughs> but people don't want to wait. It's a no, motion now. Nobody's enough. interested in
2: knowing the full story. If, the, if people were people were interested in knowing the full story, then we wouldn't be having a border wall debate right now. I know. I mean... <laughs>
0: wait, I thought we were going to talk about that anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, that's no, well right, right, I'm sorry. just, I'm We're just. I, I'm just 12 take, minutes ago. take any number of popular culture topics that we've talked about on this show, and if people understood the full story behind each one of them, we wouldn't have talked about any of them on the show because it wouldn't have been a thing. Donut. That's planets. how it
1: works. <laughs> donut galaxies. Donut. Donut planets. Yeah. Donut planets.
2: Yeah. I like donut galaxies. I do too. Sombrero galaxy. Real galaxy. Right. Donut galaxy. Yeah. Apple fritter galaxy. Right. But, uh, like a ice <laughs> cinnamon, fr- cinnamon fry galaxy. I cinnamon fry galaxy. Damn straight. Well, it's a universe of infinite possibilities. I, I swear right. to God, I, can, I, I'm, I, I think I can figure out uh, light speed travel if, if right. <laughs> we're the proper motivation.
0: You know what's my favorite part about that, Danon? What you just said, yeah. infinite possibilities, is that there is one possibility where we're all Cinnabons still having this podcast. Right. With our little I cinnamon muffins. I fully mouth, support just... that. <laughs> like we're all we're all cinnamon muffins, or what are they called?
2: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> and we're all just sitting here as those we're taking turns slathering each other in icing.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that
2: that just, that just, just makes just like last Easter.
1: Okay, oh. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <but do> we... <laughs>
2: Do we eat each
3: other? Like, have you seen the Cinnamon Toast Crunch commercials? Oh, yeah, where they, they eat They just are constantly eating each other. It's the most disturbing thing.
1: Yeah, where's the outrage on that one? I feel that's cannibalism and a shame. That is something just I am watching. against. I'm, They're I'm all like, very we're anti-cannibalism.
3: Having fun Disneyland, let's ride the ride. Oh, my friend's wet with milk now. I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah, cannibalism is something cereal. that should generally be outraged upon and frowned upon, but yet we're okay with it because it's not us. I don't know. I'm immediately filled with outrage about that
2: we're okay with it because it's not us i guess yeah two cannibals are eating a clown once they see that, does this taste funny to you
1: uh, and it's a clown so no no <laughs> why,
2: why don't cannibals eat divorced women because they're bitter
1: oh
2: <laughs> what are you guys looking at me for without i wanted you to mute him <laughs> oh. i don't get muted unless i start going on about squire jonathan you're muted <sighs> You
1: can eat your cookies, though. Okay. So, there generally should be statute of limitations for some of the stuff that happens. Unless, you know, not the stuff with a pattern. Obviously, if it's a pattern of shitty behavior, then, yeah, that person's a shithead. But we have to remember context and climate, social, social climate. Right. Sometimes. And just kind of temper that. That that immediate outrage.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was the same thing when we talked about uh, James Gunn. And it was like he was an aspiring comic, said some like things intentionally to piss people off and to try and get a laugh, and it came back to bite him. Like he, As far as anyone could tell, as far as I ever heard, you know, said shitty thing, years pass with no incidents, and then he gets fired. Just seems odd. But who knows? Maybe in his regular life, he's just constantly saying,
2: "Whatever about whoever." Well, uh-huh. look at Isaiah Washington, uh, during, you know, on uh, Grey's Anatomy, talking, referring to one of his castmates as a fag. You know, that's not something that really people like say anymore. Yeah, well, nowadays. That's but is that it? Is outlier. that it? But, yeah, but that's what got him written off the show. He's gone now, and you know, lucky him because the show should have ended seasons ago. Um, I sure should have never been born. Agreed. Anyway, uh, has he, you know, has he made other homophobic remarks, or is that just like you know a comment that he made? Right. Or Michael Richards, you know, making a racist comment in one of his acts. Speaking of comedians, Roseanne Barr, who go out of their way to you know be controversial and shocking. I mean, yeah. Rose her, Rose was yeah, literally ambient. anything Roseanne Barr has ever said in her entire life. Part. Not to mention sang.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Without
3: could you call it
1: singing? No, it was kind of like no. Somebody Walking? was torturing a pig.
0: Squal- squalking.
1: Yeah. I, got, I call it caterwauling. I still want to know who caterwauling.
3: Like
2: who? Who set that up? Thinking this is going to go well. Do you think she did it on purpose? Yeah. Yes. I think she was super nice about the whole thing. You know, I'd love to sing the national anthem. All this, and then got out there and decided to do that. Made the conscious choice to do that. I think so, too. Just because of the way she acted during the performance. I agree. Yeah. And yet, she's still worthy of support, whereas people who protest the National Anthem by taking a knee, no. Mm-hmm. But, again, I digress. Well,
1: they weren't actually protesting the National
2: Anthem. I, no, It doesn't matter. they <laughs> are still being disrespectful to our country. Oh, unlike please. Roseanne and her stunning show of patriotism. Right. But I digress. All right. J. Bo, you want to bring this plane in for a landing, buddy?
0: I really don't have a lot to say about this. I already kind of said my two cents. So if you guys don't have anything else to go, we can move on to the next topic. I think topic. we're, we yes, think we're on to
1: our next topic. Let's. <clears throat>
0: so our next topic is... In a Michigan prison, two inmates left homemade mannequins in
2: their beds as they tried to escape. I, th- I think somebody let them watch that video of like how to mess with the housekeeper in your hotel room, right? Make fake mannequins out of the bedding and like weird right. them out.
3: How how strong a word are we with mannequins here? Like, is this rolled up
0: bedclothes? Toon. Kind of shaped like a person. I will read the story to you Excellent. from MLive.com. dot com.
3: I think it's hilarious. I hope they have melted down trays to
1: make fake arms and legs, right? And slowly over <laughs> and faces.
3: stealing them from the. Uh, yeah, the
1: cafeteria. See, I think I think of a huge Ferris Bueller elaborate system that they've set yes. up. With the
2: recording and recording everything. recording,
1: and then then they, they the, body the guard comes moves. by
2: and opens the cell doors, like "You guys in here?" And they're like, uh, "And the bodies move." Uh, yeah.
0: Macomb County,
2: Michigan. All the while they're in the shower.
0: <laughs> Two inmates at Michigan, a Michigan prison near Detroit, may face new charges after authorities say the prisoners left makeshift mannequins in their bunk beds Saturday in what may have been an escape attempt.
3: Okay, this does not sound like a whole lot of success. There's a <laughs> lot of qualifying may, have been, could have, like, attempt.
1: What if it was a joke and they were just hiding behind the one toilet in the room or Right. <laughs> they are prison champs that hide <laughs> They're like, huh,
0: we're gonna pretend we're sick and they're gonna come over here and rust us up and we're not gonna really be there. They're,
1: right. they're behind the toilet or whatever, they're hiding behind giggling. <laughs>
0: The investigation at the Macomb Correction Facility in New Haven, northwest of Detroit, began when a guard in one of the prisoners' towers saw two inmates walking towards a fence, while other inmates were headed inside
1: to eat. (laughs) It seems like poor planning on their part. Let's go the opposite direction of everybody Everybody else else. and not get noticed. In in the middle of the yard.
0: That was according to the Associated Press. This sparked an emergency inmate count, which led authorities to discover the homemade mannequins in the cells belonging to the two prisoners. The inmates allegedly rolled up sheets to make them appear that there was someone in their bunk. That's not a mannequin. That's
3: no. That's bullshit
1: story. It, should be, it could have been at least papier-mâché.
2: Right? I, I wanted to have them come out yeah, of craft yeah, you, time. Yeah, you stew that in the toilet. Right, yeah. you can make
3: paper mache with spit. I want them to have like <laughs> ruined like 35 books from the library and like stuffing them in their mouths and their pockets and stuff and slowly building like a paper mache head. It's
2: just kind of sad. The, the story's sad to me. Yeah.
0: The last paragraph just says who they were, what they're run for, and we will leave that out. Right. Two of
2: the dumbest, the dumbest criminals in the world are working right here in America. So they made it look like they were in bed and then in broad-ass daylight ran to the fence? Like, where was the plan? And There's why, like and different why, plans going and on And why here. did they have an emergency inmate count rather than just go, hey, hey guys, come back here. You can't, can't do that. Now we have to go count it. We're going to go count everybody instead? Yeah, that's weird,
0: too. Well, it's like, probably just a learning exercise so everybody can get their
2: numbers in for the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or was this a test balloon? For a future escape attempt.
1: Uh. Ooh, but why? But why use your mannequin genius at this point? Yeah, why waste that? No, no, that as no, no. As no. no. This, is, this
0: isn't wasting it. This was the dummy test of that's it. That's your ace in the hole. That's see, your ace in the Now hole. they're gonna do the real version, where they shed their skins, right, and crawl out,
2: Andy Dufresne style. Yeah.
1: No, see what they're gonna do is they're that's gonna to like keep
2: the five football fields.
1: They're gonna keep putting mannequins <laughs> in their bed, and then one day it's going to be them. So when so they don't see them, they open the door and I'm like, oh crap, it's the mannequins again, and they leave, and then they walk out. Oh, the, all the
0: they open all the doors trying to count everybody. And the yeah. one they're counting everybody, they leave then? They That's leave then.
1: genius. They leave then because they they automatically think they're mannequins in the bed, but nope, not this right. time. So there yeah.
0: you guys go. If you're gonna do this, we just gave it to you how to make it happen. Right. Every day for three
3: years,
2: you make your bed like there's a person in it. I'm. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give the Michigan Department of Corrections the benefit of the doubt here. Okay. and I'm going to say that they apprehended the two guys walking toward the fence and ha- put them in a holding cell. And while that was going on, while they were in that cell, they went and counted and that's how they figured out that the like how can there be two guys in there if those two guys are in a holding cell somewhere else. Right. That's how they that's how they found the mannequins. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt yeah. on that. It one. seems like they But still it's it the out. dumbest escape idea ever. I think
1: just kind of walking towards the fence when everybody's walking the other way.
2: Yeah, that's that right there is like okay. Yeah. You what? don't deserve to escape from prison. I mean, what were they thinking? That's like fact, day one. You like in fact that you're that too work. stupid to live. I'm legally allowed to smother you with a pillow, and face no consequences.
1: <laughs> well, that's why they put the mannequins in the bed, yeah. so you'd be smothering a mannequin. They have
3: like an official embroidered pillow in the warden's office. It's like, I'm,
1: oh, okay, guys, we're gonna we're gonna we'll do this it. now. Yes, this is what happens. Just breathe normally. It's called the smothering pillow.
0: The smothering pillow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it says. It's embroidered on there. No, the little, warden's wife and Yeah, it's a, it's a
2: needle pointed on there, you know. <laughs> yeah. The way to a man's heart is through the fourth and fifth rib.
0: I guess that makes sense. Kinda. So we're gonna take a short break because we didn't take one between segments here, and when we come back, we're all gonna say how we would escape from prison slash jail.
2: We'll mm. be right
0: back. Welcome back. So we all got arrested. It sucked. What did you get arrested for, Pete? Cheap hookers. (laughs) I was going to say indecent exposure.
1: It's the same thing.
3: (laughs) Dana, what are you in for? Probably shoplifting. Shoplifting? What would you steal? Oh, like packs of gum, (laughs)
2: pseudoephedrine. Ken, what about you? What are you in for? I don't know, obviously it's a white collar crime tax evasion tax, right. evasion. tax evasion oh that's
3: uh, that that's that's a good one for you yeah, embezzling money from the uh, foundation
0: so I'm gonna let you guys pick what I'm in for
1: it's <laughs> so obviously cocaine possession
2: okay <laughs> drug <laughs> charges you drug charges all right you're but your white says only to your son. right you have bricks under your armpits right now
1: <laughs> don't tell people that oh, oh sorry,
2: that's for a delivery later
1: <laughs> I know.
0: So we're all in jail. <clears throat> How are we going to get out? Because we gotta bust out.
1: We have to.
2: Not me. Ken, you don't have to bust out. I'm. I'm just gonna do my time. You're gonna do your time. Get off for good behavior. No, no, you have to bust out. I'm not busting out, man. You have. I'm to. not giving to the peer pressure. Whatever. Can't That's make me boring. do it. Boring. Can't make me do it. That's boring. You have to bust out. Okay, to save fine. Your I get family. a job in the prison laundry. Okay. And I okay. sneak out in one of the laundry bags. Oh, All my right. God. Okay, that
0: could work, maybe.
2: That's easy. I'm pretty sure somebody got a San Quentin like that. Yeah, they did.
1: Probably, Probably. did. Probably did.
0: Danon, how
3: about you? How are you getting out? Well, I spend a year and a half in the library defending the, the person in charge of that uh, in an effort to become a lawyer, defend myself, and release myself um, through the appeals and everything, um, and then instead kill him and take his place and then bug out that night dressed as him cuz we look a little bit similar. So you're trying and to find him, so you're going to find
0: your doppelganger. Yeah. Have him train you. Yep. Murder him, switch bodies sp- spots. Yeah, put we're... your clothes, your cell clothes on him. Yeah. I may have to wear his face if it doesn't like work out that we look very similar. But and put your face on him. Yeah. So this is face off. Oh yeah.
3: And you are in so for Daniel's
1: shoplifting? <laughs> I don't know if you missed the list of ingredients, but I'm probably shop- still
2: high on math. He was shoplifting in a graveyard, and he was stealing bodies. Wow.
1: All right, mine might actually take some time, too. So, so you, have to, you have to find the two factions. So, so you've got to find the two factions, the rival factions in the jail. And then, and then you work for maybe a year stoking their hatred. Of each other. While, at the same time, befriending the guards and the guard dogs. Here's the point here. You gotta friend the guard dogs. You have to pet them, they have to like you. Right? Okay. So when they chase you, if they do catch up to you, they don't immediately kill you. So you have to befriend the guard
3: dogs. Gotta have meat on you at all times.
1: Or or you could have some bacon with you, too. Or bananas. Uh, Whatever. Bananas. (laughs) Turkey uh, <laughs> hammock. Okay, so I will I will smuggle in. Thank you, can, for at least getting the joke. Banana hammocks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, funny. Yeah, I have a banana hammock. Anyways.
0: <sighs>
1: so Clippers.
0: The best part about that, I'm gonna hold on for a second. The best part that
1: was, you said
0: yeah, and then you stopped. <laughs> I actually, thought about what I said. And they questioned it afterwards.
1: Well, yeah, because, I mean, what, am I throwing down a peel so a guard slips on it all funny-like?
2: <laughs> it works in Mario Kart.
1: I guess. Maybe I should do that. Anyways, then you smuggle in, like, clippers so you can clip through the fence. And then once a day, you walk out the yard and you clip one link of the fence when you walk by until it's big enough for you to slide through, right? You know they check the fence every day. No, they don't. So... <laughs> Yeah. Also, it's easy to get. Wiped. Okay, mom. <laughs> not, at t- not at this
2: prison. <laughs> not at
1: this prison. They, they, lo- they, they think their fence is impenetrable. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they paid. They, they put a GoFundMe up to pay for it. Oh, <clears throat> so they actually have enough to build a prison, probably now. All right. So when, when I've stoked the hatred of the two factions to its utmost point, I'm out in the yard. And I say one more thing to push them over the edge, and a riot starts. So when the riot starts, all the guards are shooting the guns and running down, and their dogs are running wild, but they don't catch me because they like me, the dogs. Or And I throw a banana peel, and somebody <laughs> slips on it. And, and then during the commotion, I walk by a fence, and then zoop right through it. I'm outside, and it's Hello World. There's a song I've been singing. Isn't it usually a double
2: fence, though? There, I was going to say, there's almost always a double fence. Not here. He's in a minimum like, security prison. Yeah,
1: I don't really need to leave
2: for the elderly.
1: For, for the elderly. yeah, the, the rival factions ramp. are are
2: too old. It's really factions. just like a split rail fence. <laughs> six stairs. Like, in a oh, row, and no handhold. that's it's too like, much. Yeah.
1: I can't do that. Yeah, so that's how I that's how I leave, and I just kind of mosey. You got a mosey right. or saunter? Mosey or saunter? I'm not oh sure. mosey definitely mosey mosey, yeah. mosey over saunter. Yeah. Awesome Got a adventure. mosey uh, out to the forest, and then where I could die of exposure. That's my whole plan. Right. What you scoff, Mister? I'm gonna <laughs> steal a face. At
2: <laughs> well, least was gonna, a better I'm gonna, movie. I'm gonna swim back to mainland from right. Alcatraz. Yeah. I'm fat. I'm buoyant. I'm. Not, I don't have to worry about drowning you just have or to anything. Float. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just float. wait for the tide to come in.
0: Right. And then take it out with you. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. it.
1: Didn't people actually escape from Alcatraz? Yes,
2: yes. It's believed. Well, they escaped. They they they're pretty sure they drowned. A guy made it to the water, but a guy a guy
0: guy supposedly made it. He actually wrote a letter to him saying that he made it.
2: Yeah, and gave and gave details. Yeah, it was fifty years later. Yeah, it was it was it was Sean Connery. (laughs) 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 And he took some guys back there. He escaped from the Rock. Welcome. That
0: was good. It was a good film.
2: It wasn't a good film. Like I like come. that movie. I,
0: I, you know, I
2: do not have anything against Nick Cage. Nobody, do I. nobody I, does. No, Why no, there, no, nobody um, dislikes Nick Cage? Everybody on the internet seems to hate him. Well, no, I don't think they hate him. They just like making fun of his uh, face.
1: It's a joke. He's kind of a joke. He's like a human joke. <laughs> well, you know, he,
2: he started as a human. I joke. I, f- I feel bad for Nick Cage because of his tax situation. He owes a bunch of money in back taxes.
1: He's paying that off now. That's why he's doing all these that, B movies. I know. That's why he's
2: doing these B movies and stuff. But, you know, all I got to do is make one more National Treasure movie, and he's back on top, baby.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but he's always kind of been a joke. I think he starred in, what, Valley Girl? He was a joke in Valley Girl.
2: I, don't think I love loves Connie. Ser- I, it doesn't seem to me like Nick Cage <laughs> takes himself too seriously, which is one of the things I really like about him.
1: Right. I mean, I don't I don't dislike the guy. I think he's funny, and I think he knows he's Look, I kind like, of ridiculous. I like,
2: I like Baldwin a lot more now that he takes himself less seriously.
1: Right. I mean, that's also why I like The Rock. Because he tends to not take himself very seriously. I mean, Jonathan, you never told us how you were going to escape Yeah, what's your escape plan?
0: Well, since you guys brought up... My plan was going to be based on what you guys had said to me. That was the reason why I was in prison. And I'm so glad that you brought up the drugs.
1: There could be no (laughs) other reason. Uh,
0: So... Since I'm trafficking drugs, it means I probably have a quite a bit of good sum of money somewhere, right? You'd hope. So, uh, before I would set up my empire, Turns I would it have it... Bug out bag. I would have it set up so another person who I knew who would come visit me would also be able to get to the money. Can't be trusted. You well, know, they might not be able really to trust it, but... You know, enough connections, you can always knock them off and take them out while you're still in prison. It's true. <clears throat> so, I would eventually have... That person start buying up.
2: kingpin in this situation.
0: Yes, exactly. Have them buying up the different empty, vacant property around the prison. Tunnels. And have
2: them tunnel in. Walls and tunnels. (laughs) Tunnels. You mean like like how they got El Chapo out? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, similar to that. Where Where you just kind of like, you know, slid down a ramp and like walked out of prison? Yep. So you're going to El Chapo
0: it. Yep, I took it full circle all the way back to the wall. Nice, nice.
1: I see what you did there. Yeah. Tunnels. <clears throat> Tunnels, man. Tunnels do it. Tunnels.
0: Or just have him by a helicopter and land, Ooh, hop in, escape.
2: Like, just... and just take off. There you go. Because
0: he did that one as well one time, too.
2: He Which escaped did. twice. also vaguely reminiscent of the Thomas Crown affair, but different. <laughs> it's vaguely reminiscent, but different. I mean, every movie's had different parts of how
0: to escape prison. If there's a prison movie, Thomas Conifer is not a prison movie.
1: I mean, he he gets caught, but does he?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, at the end of the day, what did he really do?
1: Right, right.
0: So I have here the GQ guide to breaking out of prison.
2: All right, GQ. So we're gonna be, we're gonna do so fashionably. You
1: can be stylish when you're breaking out.
0: Correct. <clears throat> Step one Get sexy with the prison staff
2: Oh yeah uh, It's already on my list Like Escape from Mora. Mm-hmm.
0: Step two Procure digging tools Anything will do Spoon Untrue potatoes are Spoon. not helpful
2: they are not, <laughs> they are not a good digging tool
0: Step three Cover your tracks with what? It's Potatoes. They actually have a picture of this guy taking the face off of a doctor. Yeah? Yeah. See?
2: There you go. Told you. Oh, it was the doctor
0: leaving. Yeah. Avoid the oh shit, now what moment and just have the helicopter come pick you up.
1: Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's if you're like some kind of gazillionaire or have like some kind of empire. My favorite thing If thing is, you did
3: that, you wouldn't have been in prison in the first place. Right. So. You just
0: buy the lawyers. Right. right. Yeah. Or the judge. The judge is quicker. Uh, number, f- step five, don't get caught.
1: I mean, th- what kind of step is that's that? step zero. Isn't that everybody's step five? That's everybody's step. <laughs> <Just> the, <laughs> just don't get caught. One. Yeah, don't get
2: caught doing something stupid. <laughs> don't go to prison. <laughs> yeah, that's step, that's step one to not going to prison. <laughs> right.
3: Debtless right. is oh, dumb. Okay, so GQ sucks at breaking out of yeah, prison. Thank you, GQ, yeah, for yeah, being completely much. useless
2: to us.
1: So, And you're not even that stylish. Take that.
2: And d- doesn't it come out every month now? I, I don't have know no what idea. It's so it's else. not even a quarterly magazine. Change your name.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. What is, what is it? Is it Gentleman Quarterly? Gentleman's Quarterly. Yeah. I haven't looked at a GQ in probably over 15 years. Shit, longer than that. Right. I don't know if I've actually ever held a physical GQ magazine. I, I've, I've held one. I've never held. Well, oh, did I look at one before? I had. To, Kyle I had did to like have, a newborn.
2: Yeah, I had to have looked at one at some point. So yeah, I probably held one. I've never, I've never, I've never followed any of these style tips. I can tell you that much. I mean, look at me. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> right, black hoodie magazine doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they did an article in '98 about the grunge look. So definitely, you know. At some point, it could have been perfectly for you. I guess that's true. Not that it really matters anyways. Sophisticated
1: Grunge. Only for the most sophisticated of Grungeites? Yeah. Is
2: that because of the man bun? No. Oh. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I'm pretty sure GQ's never recommended a man bun. I actually bet you they have. Uh, Uh, They probably probably did. That's why. I'm on the the
0: website. I'm going to search for it.
1: Oh, man. Bun. So we've all broken out of prison. What do we do now? Where do we go? Tijuana. Well, there's going to be a wall. We're not going to be able to get to Tijuana. Right. Or, do we, or go... we have
3: to go north and become fishermen.
1: We can live Spend in our like... lives on the crab boats. But yeah, we can do some crabbing. They'll take anybody up there. Right. Yeah. Hang out in Quebec.
2: I was thinking it's not an extradition <laughs> treaty country.
1: Oh, yeah, name one. How would you get there?
2: Yeah, they have legal points of entry.
3: That's where they catch you.
1: Yeah, but I'm an American.
3: You need to go through the wilderness. Nobody cares. They can't possibly build a wall. That's how you get in.
1: Right. Can't go islands. to Mexico. Islands. Would you go to Puerto you're Rico? Swim out of those? No. <laughs> swim on no, Alcatraz
3: wouldn't. and then swim to the uh,
1: Caribbean islands? No, <laughs> no, no. You steal a boat. Sail there. I mean, you're already a convict. You might as well keep stealing. Yeah. Right. Could you just steal a boat and
0: just
2: live off the boat? You could yeah, do that, could too? Do that. Ooh, houseboat. I think that's what I would do. You'd houseboat it? <clears throat> Hell yeah. I'd spend some money, like, you know, renaming the boat and painting it and everything so it doesn't look like you're a stolen boat, but yeah. But yeah. You could do that, though. I think you could pull it off.
1: You'd, you'd, you'd get sick of fish, wouldn't you?
2: Well, see, so you, could, buy, you it, could fish, You could fish. you put it in land, yeah. Go trade the fish for other things on or, land. Or, since you want a boat, take a charter, get the cash, buy yourself some steak. Done. Or just trade a fish for a steak. When I retire when I retire and and buy my boat, I'm I'm going to make extra money by taking charters. There you go.
1: Seems fitting to me. Seems like we all have a plan, except for Danon. Yeah, I'm just going to walk around stealing things. <laughs> okay. So the reason why you—that's what got him place. in jail in the first place.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he'll be better <laughs> it's not at. Not because it. I can. Stop Hopefully he'll be things. better at. It. <laughs> Obviously, because he's a klepto.
3: Well, that makes no. perfect sense. To They'll me. find me to Seven Eleven about a mile and a half from the prison.
2: <laughs> in a pocket full of Snickers. Try, Snickers? To, try, try to drink the Slurpee <laughs> before you like get a to the really counter. Really bad song. Pocket full of Snickers. <laughs> That's the name of my second spoken word album.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We got. Yeah. What was your first one? I don't remember. I don't either. We'll hey, have to listen wall. to this. I don't know. Anybody who listens, <laughs> the the, pe- the people that are listening to this, uh, go ahead and tell Ken what his first spoken word album was. Nobody's
2: listening to this. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to listen to this. I
1: am. This I is am. good stuff, Maynard.
2: I listened to our last podcast. See?
1: How was it? It
3: wasn't bad. Yeah. No! You?
1: Every I time I re-listen, I laugh.
3: Yeah, and and the great thing about having a shitty memory is I'm surprised by what we say. Right, because you don't remember <laughs>
2: it. Because <laughs> it happens so fast You do no recollection of being here, so it's
3: like it's like a new podcast. I keep remembering, oh, I remember when we talked about that. I wonder what happens next. I
0: don't remember <laughs> what happened. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure, just like that. <laughs> So, our last topic for the day is, dun dun dun, the prolific streaker.
2: Streaker! Streaker!
0: He has stripped off at 568 events and states that he will never stop.
1: I kind of feel like this guy's a little bit my hero. Because he can't keep his pants on. Eventually,
2: he's going to die. I mean, sad as it is to say. Right. Uh, and he's going to have to stop.
1: Will he hit 1,000? Mark
0: Roberts, 53, has been a performance artist for more than 25 years, despite his children begging him to pack it in <laughs> when they were teenagers.
2: Oh, wow, wow.
0: The father of three, who lives in Sefton Park, Liverpool, has streaked at major sporting events, including the Super Bowl. The Olympics, the UEFA Championship League Finals, and Usain Bolt's last 100-meter race.
1: <laughs> Did he Was he running alongside Usain Bolt? Did he try to catch up? Uh, it doesn't say. That
2: would have been hilarious. Boom! I'm not going to lie. I, I go places hoping this guy shows up. The
0: trouser-dropping Pitch Invader has also stripped off at the Dog Show, Crufts, <laughs> the 2011 Turner Prize, and the Canes Film Festival.
2: Can Sorry
0: You know me and my words Arkansas I want
1: to see him do it At like the Oscars Right Or the Grammys Basically
2: any place He could get in I can see him I I can see the Golden Globes Actually bringing him in To do it Yeah the Detroit car show His face
0: (laughs) in these pictures Is what makes this funny And they are priceless Well he's British right Yes Of course he looks ridiculous No but there's
2: joy On his face isn't there Oh yeah Purely this guy's having fun. Well, oh, I fully support it. I fully support it. Go to town, bro. Do yeah, you do you?
1: Yes, yeah, see if you can hit hit a thousand, man. Go for it, right? Supermarkets.
2: For, like, into his oh, 70s, into his kids. Stop gonna... being downers. Let him do his thing.
0: Like, why would you go to a dog show and do it?
2: Why not? Why not? Because those people did not see that coming. No, <laughs> that's exactly the reason. It's 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 good shock value. It's good entertainment. Oh, there's a wiener switzel.
1: Is a wiener dog? Oh, the,
3: I wonder how the I wonder how the announcers handled that one, if they were like affronted,
2: or if they took the opportunity to get a couple jokes in. Well, if it was in England, they were affronted. They were affronted. Uh, well, if it, it was John O'Hurley in the, in the in the American Kennel Club dog show, it's probably pretty good then. At Wimbledon in 2002, he leapt over the tennis. Uh, <laughs> this uh, is it's a good thing he made it over and Not, something didn't get snagged. Right, that could have sucked. <laughs>
0: Oh, one time he danced around as a uh, show horse at the uh, 2008 Olympics in Beijing. Like, how is this guy just not, like, told to stop everywhere? Well,
1: think of how many places he's going. I mean, he's going to the Super Bowl. He's going to Beijing. You think China knows about this guy? No. Oh, yeah. uh, Number one, how the hell is he affording to go all these places? Seriously. Like, what does he do? Like, that's all of his vacations. He's
3: planning what venue he's going to travel to what event he's going to see and who he's going to show his dick to
1: and what (laughs) pants he's not going to wear that day (laughs) oh do you think they're away? so he's actually got to a point
3: where he's actually
0: covering his oh
3: right that's probably what
0: keeps him out of jail yes oh yeah like this one he's got a deflated football on it (laughs) this other one he has a banana hammock that looks like a fox (laughs)
1: Okay, I, I think this is even Screaming, funnier. This, one, this other one's
0: the tutu. Oh, this one was full 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 buff.
1: So there are some times that he does go full. I wonder if it depends on the country's laws. Probably, I would assume so. I wonder if he does his homework. He basically like, how much
0: trouble he's going to get in for He's this. like, how well, much Well, I'm sure he I does, and really? he probably has to bring enough to at least get bail. Right. Or at least have somebody with him to bail him out.
3: Or a lawyer on retainer. He's right. Like, Well, heading to the football game. Ah, Jesus. All
0: right, Frank. Could this be considered a compulsive disorder?
1: Probably, yes. And I'm trying to... His, I mean, think of the kind of person you would have to be where this enters your head and it becomes an aspiration. Like, it's almost like an addiction. I don't know, Pete. How is it? 500 times. I I don't know. I've only done it 400 (laughs) times. No. Hey, you're up there. I mean it's like it's 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 a bit of an addiction, but I feel like this is his life's goal and what a weird thing. But he's got a thing. He's the best at it. He's the best at it. He holds I'm sure he holds the record. Right. I don't know. It just it's what a weird thing to devote your life to. Showing as many people you're weighing as possible.
2: Everybody's got a thing, man. Well, he yeah, he wants you to see he wants, it. He wants you to see it. <laughs> so
0: apparently, he is, was to retire in 2018. Oh, you could retire from this job,
2: right? Uh, his undefeated. He retires undefeated. undefeated.
0: And streak for the final time at the World Cup final between France and Croatia in Croatia, yeah, and Russia. That was last summer. He's he says he managed to get a ticket and arranged to stay in an apartment in Moscow, but his plan fell flat because he forgot to arrange a visa to enter the country.
1: Oh, he didn't do his homework. The oh streaker and he didn't want to said, go
0: illegally? I couldn't believe it. How could I have been so stupid?
2: <laughs> and that's the stupid part. Yeah, That's the dumb that's part. That's what's wrong with this situation. Mr. That's Roberts uh
0: has not yet picked the next event he will streak at, but added, I don't think I'll ever stop. I've actually written in my will that I want to be buried naked a persiplex box, so I can shrink my
1: own funeral. Uh, yeah, that's that's weird. Now they got weird. Yeah. It's not, that, but I would also like him to know that we do have a Super Bowl coming up. Right. I'm sure it could use something interesting happening. Yeah. yeah because but, see,
0: the problem out. in the United States is, as soon as he did that, he would go to jail for a while. As soon
1: he, as you did anything in the United States, because you would go Super to jail because outrage, huh? He did a Super Bowl. He did say he yeah, did a Super Bowl. He did. What year was it?
0: I did not see it in the article. I wonder. I don't know. Who I, was playing? I suppose what city, too. I
3: bet there's The some, city uh, probably has something to do with it. Some fundamental law type city where they really crack down on being naked. <laughs> being naked.
1: Outrage. Immediate outrage. Seems appropriate response.
0: So what's the craziest thing you've ever done?
1: Like, define crazy. Like on the level of this guy. I lost a bet and had to run naked around a backyard in a rainstorm. What was the bet? 11. I don't remember what it was. I think it had to do with sports. Usually when I was a kid, it had to do with sports. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I had to strip down completely and run all the way around the backyard in the middle of the day in a rainstorm. I mean, that's the closest thing I've done to what this guy has done. I only did it once. I didn't want to do it again. It was cold and wet. Shrinkage.
2: <laughs> at 11? I was <laughs> in the pool!
1: Yeah, at 11. 11's when it all starts, man. What about you, Dan? I have never run naked anywhere. You're missing out, man. Really? I feel yeah, like no, you're not. Not really. that missing out. There does there does exist a picture of me completely nude
2: in Death Valley. It's because you were trying to cool off. It was really hot. It is really hot there. Yeah, but, but no, the
1: picture does exist. Huh. There is one out there. Sadly, just one. All right,
3: When you to make one. sure it makes it to the internet and lives forever.
1: Yeah. I think it was from far away. I think I vaguely recall seeing a camera far away.
3: Wait, was it someone in your party or just like other people in Death Valley or like there
1: was somebody in my party? I I don't know why that happened. <laughs> Anyways, I don't remember the specifics of that.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a something, story something, on its something, own. Something. I, was <laughs> I, I, I really
1: I really don't remember the specifics of that. But I know I have this vague recollection of something like that existing. Was alcohol involved? I don't remember. That's the thing. Like I really don't remember the specific How something. long ago was this? This was out
2: of high school.
0: Oh, okay. So a long time ago. This was a while ago. Can you got anything?
2: I, I I once had sex in a court in a hotel courtyard. That's a good one. There you go, that's a good one. I
0: just got skinny dipping back in high school.
1: Wait, in high school? Like, in the high school? There's no pool there. No, not inside the high school. Like <laughs> during his high, school during years. high school
0: years. Okay. Oh, okay. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah.
1: So we've, we've yeah. all been publicly nude, except for Danon. Well. Wow. Oh, I didn't say I was nude. Oh, oh, you just exposed the important bits.
2: Fucking giggle yeah. Okay. That's kind of nude. The meat and two veg. <clears throat> All right, so when we come back, Big Louie and the Twins.
0: <laughs> Not
2: that. Benny and the Jets.
0: <laughs> Not that either. When we come back, we're going to play a new game. So hold tight and be ready for the Moral Dilemma. God, I hate you guys sometimes. All right, so this is the Moral Dilemma game. I have a total of 10. We're going to spread over two weeks. Possibly. Maybe longer. And we're going to go over these, and everybody's just going to give their answer.
1: Hmm. And the reasons why. Yeah. Ken.
0: The Concentration Camp. You are an inmate in a concentration camp. A sadistic guard is about to hang your son, who tried to escape. And wants you to pull the chair from underneath him. He says that if you don't, he will not only kill you, your kill your son, but some other innocent inmate as well. You don't have any doubt that he means what he says. What
2: would you do?
1: Anybody want to take this one? I'll pull the chair. You're going to pull the chair? I'll pull the chair. you going to kill your son?
2: I would, rather, I would rather it be him because he knows that I'm doing it from a place of love. And I would have raised my son to know... That one life means less than two.
1: Hmm. I would kick the chair into the guard <laughs> <All right. laughs>
3: and say, "Pull the chair," and in that same motion, swing, break it over his face. Grab the gun, shoot the rope, blast <laughs> your way to freedom with your sweet kung fu moves.
0: So why couldn't you have this experience David, earlier guns, today? How
3: many guns
2: have you fired in your lifetime?
3: <laughs> At least two. <laughs> How, least how many shots? Two. Wait, it's probably the same one. No, it's two. Uh, it doesn't at least.
2: Oh, so you have no problem hitting a rope? Yeah. That's, that's moving around because the kid is struggling against it. Listen, why is he struggling? You tell him not to struggle. Is in danger. <laughs> Pull it
0: together. When your family's in danger, miracles can happen because you got the power of Jesus with you, right? I have the egg in my pocket. and I'm gonna
3: <laughs> right, open it right, at and you're gonna open
2: it right then and then shoot. It's gonna be like the Ark of the Covenant. things are just, just gonna come flying out of there. Then you I just, think it's just great close data. your
1: eyes. But, I don't know, in, in in these terms, man, that's a tough one. I mean, honestly, the rest of the people and you are probably going to die anyways, so what I really want to do is take a swing at the guard. <laughs> right, that's what I think I would do, too. But, uh... But that's not one of the options. I know, that's it, not one of the options, so if you have to take one of the options, I think I'd pull the chair.
0: No, let doesn't say there's options. It says that the guard's giving you options. Right. There's nothing that says you can't attack the guard yourself. And there's no point in playing this game.
1: Yeah, no options. So I would I would pull the chair. Danon, what would you do? If you had to choose either pull the chair or don't pull the chair. I kill wouldn't. your son or don't kill your son. I wouldn't pull the chair. You'd let you let your son and another dude die?
3: Yeah, because I would get killed in that process. There's no version where I'm not going down with that kid.
1: Jonathan, what would you do? I wouldn't pull the chair. No? Nope. You'd, you'd allow him to kick the chair out and then kill another dude? Yeah. Okay. But I Why? probably,
0: like, Dana would probably eventually die from that situation. All the bad as well. things are on that guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, if you pull the chair, you killed your kid because some guy told you to. Right. So he's the one killing everybody,
3: you're yeah. not. And you're in a concentration camp. Like, there's not a ton of hope flying around <laughs> anyway. So it's like, you can't make me do that horrible thing make that my life the end of my life as i killed my own kid fuck that kill everybody i don't give a shit
1: okay that's fair all right that was everybody
0: yeah next the accident you are an emergency worker that had just been called to the scene of an accident when you arrive you see that the car belongs to your wife fearing the worst you rush over to see if she is trapped in the car but she is with another man. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, still going at it in the wrecked car?
1: No, I'm not no. going at it. Oh. No.
2: You just have a fight. <laughs> There's more. Hold on.
0: <laughs> she sees
3: you... That's an
2: oddly specific fetish. <laughs> <Yes>. Right?
0: <laughs> she sees you, and although barely conscious, she manages to mouth the words, I'm sorry. You don't understand, but her look her look answers your questions. The man next to her is her lover, of whom she's been having an affair with. You reel back in shock, devastated by what her eyes have just told you. As you step back, the wreck in front of you comes into focus. You see your wife is seriously hurt and she needs attention straight away. Even if she gets attention, there's a very high chance that she will die. You look at the seat next to her and see the lover. He's bleeding heavily from a wound to the neck, and you need to stem the flow of blood immediately. It will only take about five minutes to stop, but it would mean your wife will definitely die. If you tend to your wife, however, the man will bleed to death, despite the fact it could have been avoided. Who do would you choose to work on and attempt to save? Mm. Hmm,
3: well, the correct medical answer is you triage the situation, save the guy, because she's apparently looking pretty unhealthy already. Um, Or, you see if there's any gasoline leaking nearby, set the whole thing on fire. And say, I'm sorry, right back. <laughs> and, and, and move on to whoever the other vehicle in the accident is. And... I did everything I could.
1: I'm s- no, I'm just, so sorry.
0: Uh, <laughs> you did everything you could. You set it on fire.
1: Yeah, my, my answer was going to be karate chop a boat and go eat a beer, drink a beer or something. Right, but, uh, stick
2: your thumb in his neck and tell her to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have kids together? That was my question. Does the other guy know that she's married? There's so many questions that we just don't know. I would save her. Yeah, you save her. You save her. Are you saving her? But you said there's she's probably going to die anyway. Well. No,
0: no, it's, there, it's. No, there was a high chance that she would still
1: die. I'd save it her. It did say that. I'd get her out, and then I'd say, dude, just whatever. Hold your neck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough question. I think I would save her, though, just because what if she was a parent to my kids? Yeah. That makes a big difference. It does. Because otherwise, then you
3: you might do the correct medical thing and and save the most likely person to be saved or whatever. Possibly. Or the person.
2: Yeah, you have to kind of detach yourself and and mm -hmm. let the training kick in. I would like to know
3: what an actual medical person would say to this question. Because they
2: they for sure know what the right answer is. I've seen someone die in a car accident. Somebody died in front of me. I didn't know them. Um, Turns out that I knew his mom, though. Casually, uh, it's a pretty horrific thing to see. Mm-hmm. But if I had any kind of medical training, I would have had to have figured out who had the best chance of surviving and and gone with it. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I imagine they have like
0: muscle memory,
3: like it's about survival too. Yeah. yeah,
0: there are a lot of times too that I've heard stories, at least, um that when people come up on family members, because it happens, you know, that um. They actually just go in the truck themselves, so they actually have to step out. Basically. I mean,
3: that yeah. makes
1: a lot of sense.
3: Yeah, I can see that one like slowing your step a little bit.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, just a little bit. So. So for our listeners, anybody out there who's a doctor or a paramedic that has been in this situation, what would you have done? That's a good question. What What's right. What's the answer to this question?
0: Yeah. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Next, the pregnant woman. A pregnant woman leading a group of people out of a cave on a coast is stuck in the mouth of that cave. (laughs) In a short time, high tide will be upon them, and unless she is unstuck, they will all drown, except the woman, whose head is out of the cave. Fortunately or unfortunately, someone has with them a stick of dynamite. (laughs) What? (laughs) There seems no way to get the pregnant woman loose without using the dynamite, which will inevitably kill her. But if they do not use it, everyone else will drown. What should...
2: They do.
1: How many other people That's are there? Dumb. She's a squishy person. How is that a group of people? Yeah.
2: Can't you just like wedge her further into the hole so it plugs <laughs> it up and then, then like everybody survives? Yeah, you use Air her as a, at that
1: point? Yeah, use her as a water sealant.
3: And why? Does like, she have why, why are they pregnant? in a
2: cave to begin
3: with? I. How did they get in the cave? <laughs> exactly. How did they get into the cave? She. Who let her in? Who let a pregnant woman go spelunking? Did she get that pregnant? <laughs> did she walk into the cave not pregnant, and now that she is pregnant?
2: She can't get out. So they are there for like eight months. Yeah, they, they've been there for quite a while, apparently, because... Bare minimum three. I mean, usually <laughs> well, start showing to five or six. So, I mean,
1: so again, why pregnant? Like, like, just one person being stuck isn't enough? They had to also be carrying a baby? <laughs> well, right. I guess.
2: What if it's just a fat dude? I mean... <laughs> then change it to a fat dude.
0: Well, I think the
3: pregnant <laughs> part has choice. to be... That you can't just force her out because she's pregnant. Like, if it was just a fat chick, then you just push her until she gets cut and bleeds or whatever, and everyone goes out. But if it's the baby, now you're hurting the baby. I'm trying to understand the point of
2: this question. Well, we've talked about about this before. (laughs) Survival rates. What saves the most people? Yeah, it is very My answer is the same just kick her repeatedly in the back
3: and eventually she's going to dislodge she's a person like yeah like i <laughs>
2: know you just put that dynamite in what right in her scenario <laughs> is she lodged in a hole that's going to fill up with water except she's gonna live when the tide comes in like are they crawling off the top of a of a of, 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 of an ocean no yeah
3: none of it makes sense also it does serve to reinforce the idea that she will then become a submarine
2: as As at some point, she will be a submarine. I always thought that the one to be really good. If I'm gonna frotty. go out, David, I'm going out of a submarine. She she should be thanking me for that.
1: Oh I think you just you, you gotta dynamite the butt crack on that one. Right, because it's like a dozen people. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so if you're a group of people, it doesn't I have one other question. I have one other
2: question. Does dynamite Kyle's? Why did we, we just in? let her why did we let her take a run at the hole without using the dynamite first? Right? <laughs> Be like, okay, like she's all of a sudden like, okay, we all got to go one at a time. Okay, I'm well, going to go first. Maybe everybody the pressure. She gets lady... stuck in the hole, yes. and then like some yes. asshole in the group pulls it like, hey, guys, I got this dynamite. And how does everybody just beat him to death at that point?
3: <laughs> well, because... And then
2: use him as a ramrod <laughs> to push her out of the hole.
3: <laughs> the dynamite's not going to work anyway, though. If, if we're in a <laughs> hole, and her head in. is the only thing sticking out, and we blow that shit up... It's just a cave-in. Now everyone's dead. Yeah. So the point
1: is, how do you all want to die? This is Everybody, even the designer of this question, is a moron.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, That's perfect. Okay. This question is dumb. If I have to answer the question, I'm dynamiting the chick. That's Sorry. what I said.
3: <laughs> I'll dynamite her. No. The only thing is you wait for her to stop being pregnant and the baby crawls to safety. It's the, everyone else dies. That's the only way. Swim, yeah, can, we, swim can, to can we
2: induce her to give birth and then right. take the baby and then all of a sudden she's like, you know, smaller. Right. And it fits. Everyone wins. Thump. Out we go. <laughs> and That might work. Like a cork come from a bottle. Just boom. <laughs> and then the little pregnant lady shoots into the sea. <laughs> and goes back to her own kind, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Be free.
0: Wait, this turned out the free willy. Yeah. <laughs> The little boy reaches his hand up (laughs) and she goes right over. (laughs) Oh, no, that's the guy reaching up with the
1: dynamite. (laughs) He uses her to light the dynamite. (laughs) Okay, what's going on here? Okay, what, what, pray tell, is the next scenario? The drug bust. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is.
0: The answer is dig a tunnel under the wall.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dig a tunnel. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I composed myself for a second. I was laughing too hard there. <coughs> you are on holiday in Bali with your adult son and wife. Wait, your wife? Your wife.
1: Oh, not your son's wife, okay.
0: Yeah, not your son's
2: wife. Your wife and your adult son. Okay,
0: okay got it. Go. Okay. You have been there for a week and are ready to head home. All three of you are at the airport getting ready to board your plane. When an armed officer comes around with a sniffer dog, you have all your bags on the trolley and the dog sniffs at both your wife's and your bag and passes over them. However, when it gets to your son's bag, he begins to get a bit more active. You look over at your son and he's looking a little nervous. You know he smoked a little marijuana in his time, but generally he's a good kid. You certainly didn't think he'd actually be stupid enough to bring it back on the plane with him. At first, you feel angry that he, be, that he would do such a thing and start planning your responsibility lecture. But then you realize that you were in Bali and they have zero tolerance policy on drugs. Meaning your son could be jailed for life or worse, executed if he does have some illicit materials in his bag. You look at your wife and realize that she has come to the same conclusion and has gone pale with fear. The armed officer accompanying the dog is beginning to look more stern with every sniff the dog takes and looks directly at you and asks you to open the bag. (laughs) He's snoring.
2: Yes, this discussion is taking forever. I'm sorry. So, do
0: you take
3: the blame, or does your son take the blame? Is that the question?
0: Yes. Well, yeah. that little, that little fucker bag takes is the blame.
2: It? Yes.
3: Because seriously, if you know you're in one of those countries, and your adult son—he's
2: smuggling he's marijuana
3: of all things—you can buy that anywhere.
2: Grow the fuck up. First of all, uh, and, and uh, you got some explaining to do. Okay, like why are you bogarting the doobage <laughs> if he'd been forthcoming and shared it with us, we would be like, "Hey, man, let's make sure we don't take this on the plane because you're, one of us does not want to spend the rest of our lives in prison." I agree with that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. He's going down. Yep. Oh, he's going down, and it's so irresponsible. He's going down. White with, can hate me if she wants, but he's going down, and he can get. Well, well so why, why don't she stand?
1: Yeah, up why for does she stand up for him? him? Why is it gotta be me?
2: Right. Why don't you just say it's her bag?
0: <laughs> Nobody likes her
1: anyway.
2: (laughs) You throw your wife under the (laughs) bus. No, I'm thinking, ha! Finally, sweet freedom.
3: (laughs) Exactly. That's your chance to get out. (laughs) Has anyone else had access to bags since you packed them? Just think Uh, you uh, wouldn't have
0: to pay alimony if that's how it went down. (laughs) No. (laughs) Or split your fortune in Bali
2: like 300 bucks worth of 300 bucks get you a good attorney. You know, if you lose, I'm sorry, we tried. Yeah, it's true.
1: Get just just get people sent back to the U.S. or something.
2: Look what it, all, what it boils down to is either he's going down or she's going down. I'm not going down for that. Yeah, that was the idiot son's fault.
1: What a yeah. jackass.
2: And if the wife is is the wife too naive or whatever to acknowledge that he's an idiot and a, clearly a fuck up.
1: <laughs> clearly a fuck.
2: Because why is why is he solo vacationing in Bali with his parents? And if he's an adult, he's clearly a loser. He lives in the. This basement? could be the best thing never happened to him.
1: He plays Halo and whatever all those
2: other games. <laughs> I'm old, I don't know the games. He's like he's like Will Farrell in uh, Wedding Crashers. What? Step brothers? Step brothers? No, in Wedding Crashers. Oh. Um, the Funeral Crasher. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, oh. where he's all like "Mom! Mom, get the la- get the lasagna." Yeah, he's that he's that guy. He's that right. adult who lives at home.
1: Yeah. So I could see a person like that making that kind of mistake.
2: Yeah, I'm. That's I'm leaving him there. Yeah, that's his fault. It's about time he faced some consequences. No shit.
1: I think we're all in. You know, we we all. Got I don't know, Jabo. What are you
2: doing? You, you taking the fall? Oh no, kid's going down. Kid's going down. <laughs> kid's going down. All right, last one. Well, oh, no, I said what I would do. I blame him on the wife. Oh, that's right. You did. I'm sorry. Um, which clearly just demonstrates that none of us have sons. Obviously. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, what's the last one? Last one, the lifeboat.
1: Oh, it's a lifeboat question. The
2: lifeboat,
3: and <laughs> <laughs> trapped on that lifeboat for two weeks. And every morning, first thing, <laughs> the lives. <laughs> two, I made it two
2: weeks. I thought you just throw me overboard after the third day. The moral uh, dilemma is: Do you throw them over the board or just knock them out and eat them? <laughs> right. So
0: your cruise ship has been um, sabotaged. Sabotaged.
2: And- sabotage.
0: You're told to get on to the lifeboats and you and your friend who you were on the cruise with get split up between two different boats. Your boat hits the cruise ship on the way down and puts a hole into the lifeboat.
2: Shitty. <clears throat> Who's that awful at piloting a lifeboat or whatever? Go on. You estimate
0: that if you jump out of your lifeboat you'll have forced all nine remaining crew members to bail water continuously, which will reduce the total time that they can stay afloat to just two hours, but will ensure that you will be able to live long enough to be rescued by jumping into your buddy's boat.
1: Oh, you can jump, you can do a boat-to-boat jump? Yep. So,
0: do you stay on your current boat and help keep it afloat as long as possible and hope that the rescue will arrive in five hours? Or do you go to your friend's boat, ensuring your rescue, but reducing the chance of the others on the boat to be rescued that's currently sinking, as well as the big
2: boat? All right, let's let's do the math on this. Nine people can't keep a boat afloat for for two hours. Right. But ten people can keep a boat afloat for five Five hours? hours? That doesn't make any sense. sense. That does not make any sense. I agree. I refuse to accept the premise of this question.
1: I... Want to jump through their lifeboat because, number one, it sounds sweet. And, number two, I would scream, catch me!
2: I would say that's where the party's happening. Yeah. Because they're the going to Well, your friend's over there anyways. Yeah. Right.
3: How many people are on that boat? There's
2: ten. Once you arrive, they so also a, have nine? Well, no, the, they have No, 11. that's eleven then. Somebody else has to get off the boat because the maximum right. capacity is ten. Otherwise, there'd be more than ten people in each boat.
3: So you put the two boats together, rotate who's bailing so everybody survives.
2: I mean, that's that's,
1: that's how a, a smart person would do it.
2: Yeah, but if you have to do one or the other, um, so you have you, you nine people are going to sink in a boat in 2 hours. You're going to become the 11th person on a 10-person capacity boat, thereby putting that boat in danger of, of of sinking as well. Right. You're just a dick either way. I'm <laughs> staying on I'm staying on my left boat. Think you you think and you're gonna bail. stay in bail? Yeah, because apparently we have the mythical power to keep a boat afloat. For ten of us, can keep it afloat for five
3: hours. What are we bailing with? Our hands, hats, <laughs> shoes? I think there's always this. There's, like there's collapsible shoes. buckets. Ah, uh, okay. Bailing buckets? Wait, are there bailing buckets? Are there wire 10 buckets? bailing wire? What? Are there ten buckets? Yeah. What if they're short buckets? What, what difference? Like you said in the first place, what difference does nine and ten people make?
2: Yeah, mathematically, one person can't bail by themselves for three hours.
3: Right. If the the whole wait a second, if it's going to take five hours for that boat to sink, the hole can't be that big. There's not enough clothing, shoes, whatever, to stem that even further
2: by just jamming that much stuff into the hole, and then bailing with nine people. Or you know, fixing the uh, one of the collapsible buckets over it to right.
3: Yeah.
1: Again, we can't do f- any of that. A-, a ship of fools. That's, That's where we're Stupid.
2: At. This is a really dumb scenario. This is
3: us just standing on a, a lifeboat yelling at everybody about how stupid they are.
2: Yeah, <laughs> for the most Yeah, like hilarious. we're in the third lifeboat. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're all stupid. Why are you guys so far apart? Row those together.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, th- Swap out. We're those guys. Yeah. <laughs> or find
0: a third boat and put the two good boats on the other side of the boat.
1: We could
2: do uh, that too. Yeah. We'd
0: be and like, then, okay,
1: I- okay, just stop. Just stop. Just come over here. Bring your boats over here, for crying out loud. God, we have to fix everything. <laughs> I know, right?
3: Just give up and shoot a flare gun at one of the boats. <laughs>
2: like, okay, and, and who was the du- or, And here's my other question. Who's the dumb shit that piloted the lifeboat into the boat that was sinking? Like, throw him overboard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use him to plug the hole. <laughs> Just cut his arm off, plug it up. For, maybe, yeah, maybe it's a pregnant lady we
1: can plug her. All <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, you're stuck is with a stick of dynamite. What do you do? Right. Uh, I mean, seriously, could you have a guy just sit there? This hole can't be that big. He'll sit there and hold his hand over yeah, the hole. Yeah, hol- if the hole's it's going to
2: take five bu- five hours to sing a ten-person boat. Right. <laughs> it can't be that big a hole. Yeah, it's like a pinhole or I'm something. I'm going to stick my finger in the dike and <laughs> save everybody. I mean, Jesus. <laughs>
0: Did they not think about these? I don't think so, man. I just thought they were funny. And that they would do this and cause a good laugh between the four of us. And they have. Ugh. So there you go. There are your four moral dilemmas for the week. Was that four? Or five? That was only four.
2: Well, give us the fifth
0: one. Oh, you want me to do it? No,
2: well, we can go halves. Yeah. All right. Hold I thought on. that was five.
0: Felt like five. <laughs> well, we did lifeboat. <laughs> lifeboat. Drug bust. Drug
2: bust. Water cave. Pregnant woman. Water cave.
0: The accident. And concentration camp. That was five. That was That's five,
2: what I, said.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, I thought good. we did five. Oh, there we go. So
1: there we go. Oz us can count. I know I my can't numbers. Count.
0: I gotta go back to the president. They learn my numbers. Yeah,
1: you do. So,
0: well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's edition of the Vlix podcast.
1: This is Jabo signing off. Fairly well. Have a good night.